In the Saddle with Sheriff Richard K. Jones. How's everybody doing today? I'm Sheriff Rick Jones. Today's guest is David Rader, Director of Midwest EquiSearch. I got to make sure I say that correctly. Uh, volunteer nonprofit organization that assists in finding missing persons. Uh, they utilize cadaver dogs, drones, horseback, ATVs, and much more. And what we want everybody to realize, you will probably wonder why we're here today. Uh, I've known Dave for quite some time in his organization. And like a couple weeks ago, we were looking for a missing person that was in the water in the Great Miami River here in Ohio. And they were being chased in a vehicle. The vehicle crashed. They jumped into the water and then they disappeared under the water. Uh, it's, it's a pretty big search when you're looking for somebody in the water um, and you, you think that they have drowned. So that's a whole different deal. We have to get the boats out. We try to locate the family. We're not for sure who this person is and we don't want to mispronounce the names or if, if, you know, we've been looking for people before and we think it's them in the water and we end up that people say they seen them go down, they never came out. Then a week later, we find them somewhere else. So this happens. So when we're doing this search, these searches can last for days. There's certain formulas that you can use to find people that have drowned. If they're in their waterways, they use the body temperature, they use the water temperature, they use the air temperature, uh, what kind of drugs they were on, and when they will float. Usually when they drown, they go to the bottom. They usually, where they go down at, that's why when you see these on TV, these searches, you'll see they have these floating cones out in different places. That's usually where they go. Then when they resurface, they float, depending on what day they float. And when we're looking, we have the the radar detectors, the sonar, the boats. We have equipment where we look on the bottom with. We had dive teams out there from Cincinnati um, where we're part of that dive team. We had helicopters up looking. We looked for days and days, and we always call you guys. Dave, you guys show up, and uh, I make sure I always pronounce this. Sometimes my, my English is not always good. It's the Equa Search. Am I saying it correctly? Equa Search. Equa Search and Midwest. And we're going to let Dave get into that. They show up and they have, what is it, over 50 volunteers that go all over the country. I mean, all over. And I'm going to let you explain all that. They show up. They bring people here to this area while we're searching the water and we're doing all we can. We may not have all the resources, which we usually don't have enough because we're all we still have to do police work on top of all that. So we ask you guys to come in. You always send us people, whether it's in the waterways or it's in the woods we're looking for somebody or somebody that's been missing for quite some time. It's always a pleasure to work with you. It's always a pleasure to work with your volunteers. Um, I can remember a few weeks ago when I was driving across the bridge, there was one of your team search members on the bridge. They always have these shirts on so they can be identified. Am I correct? It is correct. Uh, this one and this one here. And Usually I, we have our search green on. The uh, search green? Yeah. That's because it, it shows It identifies. It, 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 it makes us stand out quite a bit different than everything else. And it's very important. I knew when I seen 
the young lady on the bridge, that that's what they were doing. They were waiting for the, if the body floated down or came down, that's their job. That's what they do. Uh, they get on the banks, the sides of the banks. While we're doing our thing, they're out, and they do this for days, and day, as, as long as we ask them. And they, they come from different places. Uh, and uh, But I just want to be able to have, there's more to this than you know, and I'm going to let Dave explain what they do, what the organization does, and how fortunate we are to have uh, you live so close to this county and, and, and when we do these searches. But I still think my arms are bigger than his. Uh, he's got little bitty arms, and I think mine are much bigger. Uh, and if I wore my shirts as tight as he did on the arms, you would see my arms are much bigger. Uh, but, Dave, you agree. My arms are bigger, right? Oh, absolutely. See? Yeah, absolutely. See what I mean? I, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's no doubt. It's no doubt. No doubt. Now, listen, we, we have a little humor when we do these things. These aren't always uh, humorous, the things we're dealing with. But when we're putting this word out, we want you to rem remember what we're telling you, what takes place. And when you're around these waterways, don't drink and get in the water. That's a terrible mixture. Uh, and this is what we always tell you. If you're doing boating, be careful. Uh, have your life jackets, life preservers with you, and be cautious. Now, Dave, explain about your organization, what it does, how you were founded. And like I said, you were here two weeks ago and... Uh, we we invite you here, um, and we have more than once. Go ahead, Dave. I appreciate it, Chair, for uh, the opportunity to come and sit on your podcast. It's it's quite an honor, and I appreciate that wholeheartedly, and as well as the whole organization and, and the people that uh, that is behind me. So, you know, basically, what we're designed to do is to come in and accent uh, law enforcement agencies. So basically. You know, while, you know, again, the, the, the funding isn't there for, for you guys and, and to do everything. So, so basically, you guys are good at the investigation end of this. What we're basically trying to do is, is supply you with people to cover the areas and to be your eyes and your ears out there and report back to you on, on cases. We're in this case with the gentleman off the bridge. While you guys were working the sonar in the water, what we were designed to do is to make sure that there was nobody that actually got out on on uh, on shore. Number one, number two was is that we put people on bridges uh, as a uh, as a higher vantage point in case he did decide to float, and then that way we can sit there and put eyes on him. Uh, we also have to remember too is is that not too far from this is a dam, so basically what we were trying to do is to make sure that we had eyes on on the water to make sure that if and when he did that we could radio your guys on the water to get to, to this individual before he went into the dam because at that point in time, then it's, uh, we don't know what the outcome would be, of course. Okay. Now, your organization, there's a director out of Texas, correct? He's a founder. He's the founder. Tim Miller. And you're the next person. So I'm the director for EquiSearch Midwest. So explain what Midwest consists of. So Midwest can, is basically uh, everything east of the Mississippi River. And uh, according to my geography, I don't know how in the hell I got down to <laughs> Alabama, but uh, I've also got Alabama, uh, Mississippi, and Arkansas also. So uh, we cover quite a, a, quite a bit of, of, of territory. Okay, and you work with law enforcement. Um, we had an example where the media was wanting to talk to you, I believe it was, over the body that we had in the water here in Ohio, and you wouldn't talk to them. So 
So we said it was okay. You don't do anything to offend the law enforcement. You work with us. You guys also uh, do, you have the ability to get horses if it's needed. Um, you have the ability to do, um, what other techniques do you guys, or you have access to? So, so basically we got some of the best technology at our fingertips. So if it's basically depending on what you would need or what law enforcement would need. Um, I have a Rolodex filled with horses. Um, the biggest thing right now that we're utilizing is the drone te uh, technology. The drone technology is, is, is absolutely just changing as we speak. Um, there's a program called Locate, which we can pick out colors in case we need to go into. It, it's literally, it will pick out a, uh, the size of a, a pencil head um, in, in, a, uh, in a wooded scenario. Um, and again, it, it, it'll circle it, GPS it, and what that was designed to do is then I can only, you know, then I can send only one or two people instead of spending a whole, sending a whole bunch of people, like 10 people, I can go and send two people to find out what that anomaly is. So you're, you're cutting back on your resources as far as on that to go and see what that is. Um, they're coming up now with technology um, with a full spectrum camera that is actually out of, uh, they're working with the Texas Body Farm at the Texas Institute University, is that we can actually tell if a piece of ground has been disturbed. So if you have somebody that you feel has been buried in a crime, we can literally send this drone over that portion of that area, send it back, and if there's a ground disturbance, it will literally circle it. Then we can send investigators in to find out what that anomaly is. That does two things. It's basically finds it, and then the other thing is, is it keeps from um, uh, having too many people trample through a, a potential crime scene. So if you have that identified, then you can only have, you know, you can you only send your two investigators uh, to find out what that anomaly is. So that way you don't have uh, the contamination. Now, how long have you been doing this with this organization? I've been doing this since 2008. Uh, Kaylee Anthony was, was my first search. That was your first search? Correct. And that was, where was that at? That was in Orlando, Florida. In Orlando, Florida. And you volunteered, you went down, and that's how this started for you. Then you started getting involved, Correct. and it's evolved into where you're at today. It's, um, it, it is, um, you know, I never thought in a million years that I would be sitting in, in this position that I am. But there's a need for this Um you know, again, with being a nonprofit, with, um, you know, we're free of charge. And, and we see a need that, you know, sometimes the families, this is all they have left. I mean, you know, law enforcement can't, they don't have the funding to keep continuing on searching. So that's where we come in to, uh, again, to accent the, uh, between law enforcement and ourselves. Yes, people don't, you have to realize is, Searches go on for some time and then they stop and they become a cold case and they stop. So families will reach out to you guys, I assume, also? They'll, they'll reach out to us, but again, we have to go through law enforcement's approval. And as law enforcement on cold cases, as law enforcement gets, gets tips and they want that to be followed up on, then they'll contact us and say, hey, we have another spot. Do you mind, to mind doing that spot? It's like, no, let's, let's do this. We, we want to put everything on the table that we can. So 
when you travel, you travel all over the country, I assume. Am I correct? You are correct. And uh, when you were doing the search for us a few weeks ago, you were already deployed in another area in Ohio searching also. Am I correct? We were, we were uh, about 50 miles to the north, which was in Dayton looking for a seven-year-old. So when you came here, you brought how many people with you for us? I uh, brought us eight. Eight people. And that's eight people we did not have. We had people on the water. We had them in the water. We had them divers. We had helicopters. Uh, at that point, we knew it was not a life-saving uh, event. It was a recovery. But you don't want to risk lives in the water. If the water's too high, we won't risk water on recoveries. We, we take risk at times if we're trying to save people, and, it's, and it's, we're trying to save someone's life. It's a life-saving but most of the time, by the time we get there, it's a recovery. And when our resources are on the water and we're looking, it's, it's nice when your organization comes down. We contact you uh, and you come down and you get the bank squared away with people. You get the bridges squared away. You have relief. If they have to stay, you take care of that. They, they come from all over the United States, am I correct? We have uh, we have a bit between forty and fifty um, volunteers, and they're spread out as far as uh, um, into Alabama. That is correct. Okay, so if somebody volunteers for this, they get in con contact with your organization. I assume online. You have a a web page. I assume we do we're a gonna, Facebook. Yeah, yeah we're going to put that all up here, and you're going to see it. The people that are watching this will see that. And if there's donations that they want to make, that will also be on our on our podcast that we're doing today. Um, and it, you're always looking for people that are are your volunteers. The way things are in the country not right now, if you can't get people to take jobs, is it hard for volunteers? Is it hard to get volunteers? I've I've not asked anybody that. You don't know. You know, it's it's um, it's one of those things where most of most of our people do have jobs that they but but they they they'll take off vacation time um i've got some of the best it, it's heartfelt you know this i want people that do it for the right reasons and not for the guts and the glory there is no glory in anything that we do um you know i, I wish we didn't have to have this necessity but unfortunately we do and uh, some of the people that i have um, i mean are retired some of them still have paying jobs um, I've had a couple people that, uh, that actually took vacation time to fly out to Utah to look for a 19-year-old kid that was uh, potentially murdered out in Utah. So, you know, they, they do this all for the right reasons. And yeah, you just retired like. recently, am I correct? Last year. Correct. So you worked full-time and done this also that and correct. managed this. Correct. So uh, there's a calling for people like that. There is. And... Uh, to get people to volunteer to do this for the right reasons, it's tough. It's tough to get people to want to be in law enforcement or work jails or be firefighter people and run live squads. I don't care what you do. Restaurants, it's hard to find people. And that's with pay, let alone being a volunteer. Uh, you do get a cool T-shirt. You do get a cool uh, T-shirt. You do get a cool T-shirt. Yeah. And uh, so that's important. But to have volunteers, and again, we can't do this without your help. We can, but we actually need. And when you bring eight additional people, and like I said, I seen them on the bridges, on the banks. We're working the water. 
to do that correctly, I'd have to have 40 people. And remember, we still have a law enforcement agency to run. We still have to make calls on other things. And we have to patrol and car crashes. And it's a very large organization. It doesn't stop. stop. But for that family, it does stop. It it did stop. For the family of the missing person, they don't care if the water's high. They don't care if it's a risk or danger. Uh, And we have to be very cautious and remember that it's a recovery and we're trying to give closure to the family and also make this recovery work. Um, is there anything that you want to add today? You, you know, I, I just, uh, I appreciate everything that um, you guys have ever done for us as far as calling us in. Working with the ERS uh, team out there was uh, flawless. I mean, it's like a hand in glove scenario. I mean, you know, we, we got called in uh, we went to uh, the person that was in charge. We, you know, they, we, we bantered back and forth as far as what we were going to do, what we were able to do, and uh, we put that plan into action. So it, it's always been a pleasure and, and continued, um, you know, to work hand-in-hand with you and, uh, and the ERS in, in Butler County. That's the emergency response team uh, services that we have here at the Sheriff's Office. We have boats. We have helicopters. We've got the equipment we can do. Uh, 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 search. We when there's we've been deployed. I think to 17 different places within the United States, uh, and you're a tool for us in our toolbox. And when you get together, you bring your people. We sit, we stand, we talk, and we get a game plan. And you communicate extremely well. We're extremely proud of what you do. I want to get you here so people can see and hear how this works. And I'm surprised more agencies don't use your organization, but we're proud to have you on board. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. you. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for everybody for watching. We'll see you next time.